This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's Pad Thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, Pad Thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19 Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at nine ninety nine each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Happened in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing... How the devil are we all? Welcome along. It is the Football Review Show. Um, I hope you are all well. Um, before we go any further, I just want to say um, uh, sympathies uh, go out to uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and his partner, Georgina Rodriguez, on uh, the fact that they've, they've lost one of their twins. 
Um, as a father of four, I, I don't know what I would have done if, if, if I'd lost one of mine. Um, football is football, rivalries are rivalries, but that goes beyond that. I mean, you know, I, I just can't imagine what the guy uh, and, and, and Georgina are going through at the moment. Uh, so our sympathies in all seriousness go out, go out to them, and I, I wish them all the best moving forward. Uh, this is Lester Till I Die TV. Please subscribe. Smash the likes and share if you can. And if you are listening on the old, um, uh, uh, I have lost my words now. If you're listening on the old podcast, thank you so much for sharing your ears with us. This is where you can find us. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Broadcasting live worldwide. Brilliant. So uh, that is where you can find us. Uh, Scott says, good evening. Hope you and Louise are both well. Well, we'll find out in a minute. <laughs> uh, Scott, thoughts with Christian Ardo and and his family? Definitely. David, hello again. Thanks for popping back on. Uh, although this is a different stream, I just wanted to say lot. I just wanted to say hats off. Sorry, <laughs> I should have gone to Specsavers. Hang on, I'll take these off. That might be better. No, it's not. I wanted to say <laughs> hats off. Uh, the semi-final rant at the end of your last stream. Um, yes, yes. So that's an, that's another one which we'll come on to. We will come on to later. Don't like to have uh, two, two rants uh, too close together. Anyway, let's welcome Louise in uh, and I hope she's well. And say good evening, Louise. How, by God, you've changed, woman. How are you? <laughs> Not too bad yourself, Chris. How are you? I'm all right. This is the <laughs> this is the week get up, is it? Now, in fairness, thanks to Dan for popping on. We're going to talk a lot about Burnley in in, in this review anyway. But um, Louise, I don't know where she is. Um, where's Lou? Because I need to go desperately. Um, <laughs> she's got the invitation. Hopefully, she'll be able to pop on. But thanks to Dan for coming on as well, uh, a good friend of the channel, and uh, and getting famous and going on some very big streams. So I hope he'll remember us, sort of, you know, as he overtakes us and goes stratospheric. But Dan, you're on here a lot. But tell people where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Turf More House TV. Uh, as I say, not just doing Burnley content. I'm having to branch out. I mean, there's only so much mis miserable stuff I can bring you regarding Burnley Football Club at the minute. So uh, yeah, there is some Premier League stuff, and it's always a uh, it's always a laugh as well. Um, Chris is a regular. I'm a regular on here, and it's 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 nice to keep that continuity. So I will never forget where it started, Chris. Do never, never forget me. Never forget me, mate. I'll be, you know, I'm going to miss you next season. We're going to have to come up with some sort of a show. In fact, stay on at the end because I have got an idea of a show, actually. So, oh. you know, um, stick stick with me at the end. Although that's probably the wrong thing to say to you, isn't it, <laughs> really? But, uh, yeah, so it's um, we're kind of, re you know, this was quite a, a newish show and we're kind of revamping it as we go along. And it did start out as just the weekend review, but... I think we're going to be uh, looking at, um, but basically, football from last week in whatever form it is. So let's um, bring the information up. Um, we'll just get rid of that. So we're going to start off with 
Leicester's win in PSV. Now, as an outsider, and it's very easy for, for me and Louise when she's on to talk about Leicester uh, as Leicester, if you like, as Leicester fans, we can be a bit blue-tinted spectacles. I'm not saying that uh, I think whether sort of you watched the match because you, you, you probably wouldn't have done, but how did you, you know, <laughs> with Leicester's seasons, are you surprised we've gone as far as we have in Europe? Yeah, it, it's almost on par with West Ham sort of season. It's mm. it's not been great in terms of when it comes to the Premier League games, but when it comes to you know European nights, it's been it's been phenomenal. You know, uh, you've hit a bit of form in the Premier League as well, which has probably helped. You know, it yeah. it keeps the uh, you know petrol keeps the car you know running, and at the moment, you know, as with each game coming, you top it up that little bit more, and uh, you're getting the results left, right, and centre. So mm. it were a cracking result. It's a uh, you know away from home as well. It's always nice. PSV obviously don't get Ruud van Nistelrooy till next season, but hearing that news of a former club favourite, you know, joining them as manager would have obviously spurred them on a little bit. Maybe yeah. uh, you know in the league, etc. But yeah, remarkable performance uh, performance from Leicester and uh, well deserved in my opinion. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, your 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 missus there, or your director, I think your your head of programming <laughs> is saying uh, can never say bye to a prediction show. We can't, we can't. That is Kate, true. I can say I, I do have some plans for next season. So, uh, Rene, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? I hope you are well. Hope uh, well. Can I just say? I want to say uh, a shout-out. I know he's not watching, but I want to give him a shout-out anyway. And we had um, a PSV Eindhoven fan on a post-match show, and he'd sent me, after the first leg, he'd sent me a, a Twitter message saying, like, we're going to bat you in the second leg. And um, as you do, you add each other and you start talking. And I, I love talking football of any description and love talking sort of PSV with him. And he came on the post-match show and he was very magnanimous. You know, he said, well done, guys. You deserved it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but I want to say to him, well, well, thank you very much for coming on and being so magnanimous. It's not easy, but well done. Because this weekend he had the Dutch equivalent. I don't know if it's still called this. Is it the Johan Cruyff Cup? But it was their equivalent of the FA Cup. And they were up against Ajax, who were obviously... You know, top of the league and everything, and they won two one. So well done, Broski. Uh, I know you're not watching this. I've sent you. You know, we've chatted on Twitter since then. You went to the game, so so good luck, mate. Well done uh, for that. So um, Kate says, director. I'm trying to do you a favour. Keep your bromance going. <laughs> Indeed, static. Good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, I hope you are well. And as Chris says here, yeah, indeed, PSV game was an epic game. It, it was, and I think it was just the way that that we did it. I mean, you know, they came and did a job on us. Um, yeah, I think that's what I was saying. Um, uh, uh, static. It's pretty much the Dutch FA Cup. Yeah, and uh, yeah, well done, PSV. Indeed. Um, they did a they did a job on us in the first leg. They kept it nil nil. They went one nil up at their place, and my God, what an atmosphere there was! It, you know, reminiscent of St James's Park and uh, and Liverpool on the European nights. And to, for Brendan to get everything right, because he made the right substitutions, he made them early. And I know I've called him out for his you know substitutions in the past. It was just unbelievable. What I think we need, though, I think you probably agree with this, Dan. Is like 
I looked at that and I didn't I didn't really give us a chance at the start because it was PSV. In the second leg, I thought, yeah, nil-nil, they've got to come at us. But we have to remember that these clubs aren't playing on the names. It's like if you draw Man United in the FA Cup and you yeah. are, let's say, York City or something, you're thinking, like, oh, God, it's Man United. Then you're going to think that this is the Man United now, not, you know, and I think that's the thing with PSV. There's some big names left. We've got Roma, obviously Marseille in the other leg. There's some big names, but we have to remember that if they were as good as they used to be, they wouldn't be in the Conference League. Yeah, I, I totally understand that, but then... As you say, teams like York look at it, and it's it's all about playing the name, you know, and play instead of playing the you know playing the occasion. Um, you know, they they're playing against the name sort of thing. It's not a case yeah. of oh, let's just go out there and enjoy football, and whatever happens, what will be will be. But you know, as, as I said earlier on, you know, when I were talking about Dash on a other channel not so long back, mm. you know, I was saying now, you know. We, you know, Burnley got to Europe at one point, and you know they're not yeah. expected to hit them hearts every year. But you look at teams like PSV, who've been in pretty much an ever present in the area division in in in, in the Dutch, Dutch. I looked at their their yeah. history of what they'd won, and my God, it sends shivers down your spine. It it, it does, it does. Um, going back to what you said about the the Dutch supporters, um, they are a cracking. Set of fans, uh, a Dutch fans. I mean, yeah. we we had Sparta Rotterdam in a preseason friendly once, and we, you, they shared the Bob Lord stand with them because um, they put ha- housed them in there. So when they went down for a beer at half time, somebody pulled the shutters down. That went second half, were kicking off. They were like, "Eh, what?" Like, <laughs> it doesn't stay open, and we just sat there and we're having a laugh and banter. And I speak to a few of them now. There's a guy called uh, Peter who uh, is very. Uh, very uh, well spoken, big Sparta Rotterdam fan, but yeah. speaks really good English. And he's uh, a, gr- a great guy, really, he's a great guy. But one, one you, of you has to speak good English, don't you? Yeah, one of us <laughs> has to. I mean, he's taught everything he knows. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you deserved it. I mean, going 1 0 down, probably the catalyst to push you. Sometimes those moments can change games, and uh, yeah. after going one nil down at half time, a kick up the backside when needed, and uh, it worked. It worked. Mm. Brendan got everything right. Yes, that, um, Static says well done for Burnley for getting to Europe that season. And talking to Burnley, I mean that was the one game from from last week that I wanted to talk about. Um, looking at the news, and there's a couple of pieces of news the Premier League, and people are going like, "How can you do that?" But we were in the relegation zone. And the thing, so I, I understand in a way why they've done it, but I don't understand why now. Why exactly? Exactly. Uh, apparently, it's just come up saying that uh, StreamYard are having problems uh, streaming to Facebook. So that's suddenly why all my figures have gone down. Um, so if you're watching on well, if you're watching on Facebook, you won't be able to watch me, will you? <laughs> but um, so sorry about that for, for anybody from Facebook, but uh, it has gone down. Um, yeah, why now and why Sean Dyche? I mean, yes, you've just given him a, a three, you know, an extension of three, four year contract, or whatever. And I get the fact that you're where you are, but by the week, I mean, you had a good, you know, a good, gave a good fight on uh, on on Sunday, and you know we. I hope you that was it, what, your player is going to be well. Was it your player yeah. or West Ham's player? Yeah, Westwood. our player Ashley yeah. Westwood. Yeah. yeah, 
uh, and I hope he's going to be well. I just don't get why. And if you if you do go down, surely he's one of the best men to bring you back up. Yeah, couldn't have put it any better, mate. Um, I don't understand it. When he was given the four year contract extension, we were rock bottom of the, of the division at the time. Mm. Absolutely rock bottom of the division, and he signs a new four year deal, and we're like brilliant. You know, he 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 understands that this season's difficult. And he's still willing to, you know, try and die for the cause, get us out of it. Mm. And then you're four points away from safety, which at one point you're only a point away. It's only, you know, Norwich were a blip. And you can't really say it was Dasha's fault. I'd probably say it were a player's perspective that after the Everton win, we probably thought the Norwich game's a doddle and we've got it in the bag. Mm. Yeah. You know, and it it was almost like everybody's ego jumped up after that Everton game, thinking that's it, it's 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 in the bag now. Um but yeah, it's it's been an absolute whirlwind of events since Friday. Proper left field. Don't know where, why or how this has come about. It's not just Dash, it's the whole backroom staff. Um, we've lost Billy Mercer, a goalkeeping coach who's, to, who's turned two to three of our uh, goalkeeping contingents into international goalkeepers. So he'll be a massive miss. Yeah. Um, our It doesn't mention it, but our first team physio has also... You know, been given the chop. Uh, Steve Stone, our first team coach, has gone. As I say, Ian Warne, Dash is uh, basically um, best man, shall we say. It was uh, he's been given the chop as well. So. <laughs> yeah, well, we could say that, but um, it didn't come to mind quick enough. I, I've got weddings on the brain. <laughs> oh, um, you know, are you? Do I, do I do I have to go out and buy a wedding present for my son now? <laughs> buy a hat, Chris. <laughs> you mean I can't wear uh, this one <laughs> hey why not why not I'll let you um, <laughs> yeah, thank but no you. I, I just think it's very strange it really is strange there's got to have been something drastic happen behind the scenes yes because yes. it's you know ru- rumours are going to circulate nothing's been said I don't understand what's happened mm. or why no players come out. You know, you see players when a manager's gone saying, thank you for giving me an opportunity. Thank you for doing this. Um, hope you go on to have, you know, a good career elsewhere. But it's literally been nothing. Not one player has come out and said thank you or said anything. Um, you get fifteen a 59-word club statement, which for me, after nearly 10 years at a club, dying for the cause, the service he has given us with the Mm. pettance that he's had in his pockets and yet he gets a 59-worded piece on a a website, I think he's shocking, Mm. in my opinion. As I say, there must have been something gone on drastically behind the scenes for it to turn this sour. Um, But he is a great manager and if we do go down, Sean Dash will be in the Premier League before Burnley are. Yes, yeah. I mean, as Kate says there, nobody's speaking and more than certain there's more to it. And I I guess we will never know, you know, because... As time uh, goes on, it'll filter out. It'll filter out eventually. It possibly will will do. Maybe maybe if a player moves on, then he may be allowed to, you know, open his mouth and he's he's been told not to now. Uh, It is... It is very, very, like you say, suspicious. And the fact that all his backroom staff have gone as well. I mean, you know, when we sacked Ranieri, we still, you know, we had Craig Shakespeare, we knew that we could rely on, and he came in and obviously got the job permanently, and that didn't last. But 
there's nobody there. I mean, Ben Mee, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know he's a great player for you. He's one of your best players this season. But is he, is he management, you know, is he ready for management? Is he going to keep you up? No, he's, he's nowhere near ready for management. I think, obviously, he's at that back end of his career where, uh, how are you doing now? I hope you're well. Uh, he's, he's at the back end of his career, don't get me wrong, but he's, it's probably just a, you know, this is this is what it feels like, almost like, you know, when you when you went through school, yeah. you had your YTSs and things like that. This is almost like that for him. Yes. It's almost like, wow, you've got the chance, have a, have a little feel of it. Does it feel right for you? But it were our under-23s manager, Mark Jackson, who took took the uh, took the reins pretty much. And Ben Mee was just, I think it was good that we've done that because mm. I've said to you and I've said to others that, with Ben Mee's injury, we've missed him on the pitch. We've missed that leadership, that voice that has helped us, you know, pick pick ourselves up during games. So to have him on the bench was probably one of the best things we could have done. Yeah. It's just, yeah. as I say, it, it's all so surreal. I just, you know, I, I was I was 20, 21. I'd, you know, my me, me first mm. born had only just been born when Sean Dash were manager. My me, me son's now yeah. 10. He's, you know, it's... Yeah. Um, as I say, it's like losing a pet. You know, they become they become they do they become family, don't yeah. they? And you know, when they've been around for so long, you know, I it mean, hurts and it, it still it still shocks. It still shocks yeah. me, and I don't think I've got out of that shocked stage yet. To be fair, I mean, Chris says there um, probably not giving him the money to buy better players. I think that would if that was the case, I think that would have happened earlier than this to be honest with you yeah. you know because you've got the january transfer window and it's you know i don't whether it's been simmering or not i mean i could say i don't know i'm not even sort of but you that's, know, the, that's the thing is though crystal alan mm. pace came in and him and dash were on the same page everything that they were saying each mm. of them they're all like oh my god we were thinking the same thing everything was going into the in the right direction for a really nice healthy relationship so what the hell has happened off the pitch I do mm. not know, but something drastic has happened. And the fact that players are keeping quiet, potential player revolt, saying that his, his management was stale, you know, that, that that's a rumour that's come out. Either way, it's mm. it's very difficult for Sean Dash. I can't yeah. believe what's gone on. He's a great manager. Yeah. He'll go on to have an illustrious career. He's odds on for the next England manager. Uh, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't put it past him. But uh, just to finish on... I think, you know, thank you for everything you've done. Um, yeah. you, you are you, you, the epitome of Burnley, to be honest. Um, you've given me some of the best years as a fan. Um, I'll, I'll never forget the things that he's done. And I echo Thomas Frank's sentiment. The man deserves a statue for what he's done. Mm. And yeah, I, I can see. I mean, he is, you know, I think he's the last of the dying breed, you know, that where we're going to see managers that are at a club for, for that long. I mean, for me personally, I hope that Rogers is with us for 10 years because I think, you know, he's a right fit for the club, you know, with his youth and we have both youth policies and he gets on yeah. with the director. And unless, you know, we do really badly one season, I, I can't see them, them wanting to sack him. But, you know, the, 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 the the Fergie years, the Wenger years, you know, they're gone. Managers aren't getting that sort of time or or respect anymore. And I think Daesh, I mean, you know, he, he got you into Europe. Yeah. There wasn't so long ago he was being linked every time. We changed our managers. 
Um, and at one point, he was one of the fans' favourites to, to, to take over. And like you say, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm happy with Southgate. I don't particularly want Southgate to leave. But, you know, if he... If Southgate does move on, you know, I think I think Dyche is probably a better shout than than Potter, you know, because he's been there, seen it, got the T-shirt, so to speak. But I think I think from the outside, and like I say, you know, you could be wrong. I think there has more gone on, but I do think this has relegated Burnley for me, you know. And I think yeah. Everton fans, well, you've seen the meme that's going round, haven't you? You know, yeah. Everton fans must be dancing in the streets, literally. Yeah. Um... The channel I went on earlier, they put up um, all the managers since Owen Coyle that we've had, which is was Coyle, Brian Laws, Eddie Howe and Sean Dash. Out of them all, Sean Dash had the poorest win ratio. But then I think, I look at it and I think, right, Owen Coyle had a, you know, one season in the championship, mm. which was, you know, went on brilliant, cup run the lot, and then half a season in the Prem. So he's not had half as long of a, as a tenure as Dash has had. No, uh, no, the best the best win ratio was Brian Law, surprisingly, which um, was a bit of a oh. shock to the system because he was bloody yeah. awful. But yes. um, <laughs> I remember him. I do yeah, remember him. Was not It wasn't quite as bad for me because when I started to get the kids to watch Burnley to give them the chance to support Burnley if they wanted to because it was their local team where they were born. And that was the waddle years when you were known as Burnley nil. Burnley nil. Nothing probably was quite as bad as that. Um, But, yeah, I mean, somebody's going to do well um, with getting him in. Um, You know, the rumours are West Brom. Um, Yeah. 50 Bruce doesn't... uh, doesn't doesn't oh. I'm surprised I didn't even know Steve Bruce had gone there till this week, to be honest with you. Who keeps giving that <laughs> man a job? You know, that's what us, us when West Brom shit do as a, a manager swap. <laughs> I know, I mean, good God. I mean, is it what other job can you be sacked for for being bad? You know, if you say you're down and, and walk into another job so quickly. Who you know? But there there we go. There we go. Man, but man. honestly, all the best, Dan. I think you. I think you say your, your board has um, uh, made a big mistake here. Um, yeah. When, when do you next play? Because your next game's at home. When? When is that? It's on Thursday night against Southampton. Wow. That's going to well, be a very interesting. Uh, is it? Is it on the old TV? It is. It is. It's on. Uh, it's on the old Sly Sports. Why I might um to be honest with you because as I say you know my affiliation with Burnley I might have to watch that because it'll be interesting to see your first game at home how the fans react and if Alan Pace even turns up or not. Yeah, um, me, me and Kate have mentioned that that w- will he even be there? Will he will he chicken out? Yes. What, what will the situation be? But yes. Who the thing is, whoever comes in is going to inherit a good squad, a good group of lads that are ready to die for the cause, because that's the sort of signings that Dash went for. Mm. Um, who knows? This could spur us on. If it was a player revolt, then now put your money where your mouth is. Now that you've managed to, uh, you know, have your have your say, and you've got rid of what some of the players may look at and go football dinosaur because he didn't change his tactics, yeah. then put your money where your mouth is. Help keep mm. the club up. Show show us reasons why he would not be the man to keep us in the eight games. Yeah. Go out and do it on the pitch. Let your boots do the talking. But yeah, going back to what you said earlier, Chris, as well, 
Ashley Westwood, I really do uh, hope he recovers for the rest of the season because that was yeah. nasty. When you yeah. when you leg straight but your foot's at quarter past, I mean that's well. I think you've just got to look at the reaction of the other players and that. Oh yeah, Vlasic were heartbroken. Yeah. Vlasic yeah. were heartbroken. I mean, I was doing a, a Newcastle watch along, and it might have been Scott actually that was coming on and giving giving us updates, um, saying there's been a bad injury uh, in the game. Oh yeah, uh, they, they actually cut to the Newcastle Leicester game because they didn't want to show any highlights of the uh, oh. Ashley Westwood incident. Right, right, and and to be fair, they'd actually brought the stretcher straight on. So, yeah, not not good. Well, all the best to to, to Westwood, and I hope he I hope he does well. Um, and like I say, I think it is your your <laughs> your, your resignation letter to the Premier League. It if is. you like, I think that but, death, yeah. death has turned up at the door of Turf Moor, tapped it on the shoulder, and said, "Come on, it's time to go." <laughs> You've come on, and the last question, and then we'll move on. But you've come on and uh, very, very often criticised Dyche's tactics. Yeah, yeah. I have obviously called Brendan Brendan Bellend after the. And I'll never be allowed to forget that after the West Ham game, but I still stand by that. We've never, neither of us have actually asked for our managers to be um, sacked. You know, we've as much as we've criticised them. You know, which we're allowed to, we're fans, we've never actually called yeah, for them, which a lot of fans of both clubs have done. Now, you know, his style of play, maybe he's not got a plan B, but if he keeps you up, you don't care, do you? You don't care if you've no. won. I mean, they showed a stat yesterday, I don't know what I was watching, and it came up and it showed like Leicester when we won the Premier League, it was 1 0, 1 0, 1 0, 1 0, 1. So what? Yeah, you'll, you'll know, Chris. You'll know from your, your time in Burnley. You, you work with Sta, you know Stan's wife, uh, wife Kath, didn't you, at the Burnley Express? So yes, I did. Yeah, lovely you know, lady. Why, why didn't you know? Um, why didn't we sort of do a similar thing we did for Stan Turner to Sean Dash and say, listen, we understand we've given you a, a four-year contract extension. However, results this season haven't gone in our favour. Mm. Is there any chance that? You know, we will pay you out the rest of that contract that we've that we've obviously signed and agreed with you. But after ten years of service, it's only right that we let you see the season out. At yeah. least we'll announce the news that you you're calling it a, a day at Burnley Football Club at the end of the season and the final home game. You get a lap of honour. Fans can appreciate everything yeah. you've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the least the man deserved. Yes. Do you, do you remember? I mean, I, I I don't know if you've seen the film Damned United about Leeds. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, when Clough, when I mean Clough resigned and they accepted it, then he turned up as a fan. And I would love Sean Dyche, love it, I'd love it if Sean Dyche turned up just as just to watch the game. I'm sure it, you know, the, the the owners would be left in no no doubt where the loyalty stood. But yeah, I mean, Kate, <laughs> was it Kate Turnant? I'm trying to cast, cast, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that that was so funny because I started working uh, at, the, at the Burnley Express, and she was the trainer at the time. And now, being a Leicester fan and um, working, the, I, I mean, I'd lived in Burnley for probably five years by that time. But being a Leicester fan, I didn't really follow Burnley much. And uh, I say the kids weren't sort of around then, and then you know, so I didn't wasn't taking them to the football. And the first thing I had to do, I think it was a promotion special or something. Something could happen or end of season oh, 99, 2000, we got Division 1 champions. Possibly. Oh, I can't. Division honest, playoff yeah. champions, I think. Yeah. I can't. It was one of those pull-outs, though. So I'm ringing up. because My first job, I've done sales all my life, but the first job doing newspaper sales. 
and started off and she kept saying oh yeah you're a natural at this blah, I was going well I was getting the sales in and she kept really said oh try ringing this com company try ringing this company they'll probably advertise and everyone I rang was yeah yeah I'll advertise on that and I turned around to her and said not being funny how do you know all these you know all these uh these contacts and these you know these these companies would support them and she says you don't know who I am do you you know famous saying <laughs> I went Actually, no, I don't. You know, <laughs> my husband's the manager at Burnley. I'm like, I don't know how red I went, but you know, it was like, <laughs> at that moment, I just wanted the ground to open and swallow me up. So they're like, oh, oh, okay. You know, I had no idea, but lovely, lovely lady. And yeah, uh, God rest that God rest us all. Yes, yes, R.I.P. And uh, and Stan was a lovely. From what I heard, as I didn't didn't know him personally, but he was lovely. But we have got um, the next piece of news before we go on to the matches. Um, and this is today's news. And Derby are relegated to the third tier. Uh, and Rooney has said he wants to stay. And I would just like to... I have actually got a live link with uh, our representative... A representative in the East Midlands. Uh, I'm just trying to find the link now, and I will bring him in. Uh, and this is um, this is sort of our, our, like I say, our representative in the East Midlands with an update on the Wayne Rooney situation. Apologize. I'm continue. <laughs> I'm sorry, Don. I'm glad. I don't want you to go bust, but the fact that you've gone down, it, the only thing that disappoints me on this day that Forest are winning and they may come up by the playoffs, who knows? But Derby County, you, you've gone down to the third division. But all joking aside, and it is funny, and I will probably refer back to this for many, many weeks, um, I'm glad Derby haven't gone bust because we've been in that situation and I wouldn't want any club yeah. to go through that, however they are. But the fact that they've gone down and got relegated, I can enjoy that. I can enjoy that moment. Um, they've done well to take it to this far as well, Chris. I was going to say, reduction, hmm. you know, that, that's, they've done really well to get it to only a couple of games of the season left. Hmm. They got a really good win over Fulham the other night. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, maybe the tails were up and they thought, you know, we get something from this game. As I say, they only conceded late on against QPR today to uh, to basically put the nail in the coffin, which, yes. you know, it's... Uh, but I understand they're, they're uh, of rival proximity, so I can understand why <laughs> uh, why it is all, always funny to see them uh, drop a division. It it is. It's like you know. As I say, I wouldn't want to. We've we've been we've been bust once and came very very close second time, which would have probably killed us off. To be honest with you, um, if Mandrich hadn't come in and saved us. But yeah, so I would never want to see another club go out of business. But the fact that they that they're going down to the third tier is extremely funny. And as a all credit to Wayne Rooney, he could easily have jumped ship and he could have taken the easy option, which was go to Everton. 
um, which, you know, he, he resisted at this time. And I think he's, he probably had his head screwed on with that. I mean, if he brings Derby back up with everything they've gone through, then everybody, will be, you know, he'll, he'll get the praise that he deserves. And he's put his own money in as well to, to help the players occasionally, hasn't he? I believe. Yeah, he has, yeah. You know. he, he, I think his job hinders on the, the takeover. You yes. know, it, it wants the t- if the takeover goes through, which is hoping goes through pretty quickly, then you know Derby County can start to rebuild. If not, yeah. then Derby County are in for a long, painful ride. Yes, but we all know. I mean, we've been we've been down there that 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 route, haven't we? We've been down to sort of the depths of the third and fourth, div- you know, divisions. Uh, I was talking to a Newcastle fan earlier. Of course, I now live just outside Bournemouth, and when I came down fifteen odd years ago, I can remember Bournemouth players stood outside the pavilion with buckets collecting money. You know, they were minus seventeen points or twenty-seven points, possibly, at the bottom of the fourth tier, and they sat the manager. They managed to get somebody to put the money in, um, who took them all the way back, and all credit to him for what he did with the club. And they appointed an ex-player who had never had any managerial experience in his life, and that player was Eddie Howe. Look what he did with. I mean, you know, I know Leicester won the the title in fifteen sixteen, but he he should have had the. He did not get the recognition he should have had. Uh, I think had Leicester not gone and won it that season, the fact that Bournemouth in the Premier League would have been the story. So I don't think he got that. But yeah, he he did an absolutely fantastic job on there. So I'm sure Derby will come back, but hopefully it'll be a few years and I won't be here to see it. So <laughs> let's get let's get talking football, shall we? Well, football. Let's start talking games. And it was wow. the semis. Did you did you enjoy a semi this weekend? Uh, not really. I think the news on Friday put 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 me off. But, yes, uh, it would put a damper no, on anybody, wouldn't sometimes it? Sometimes you you yes. shut your eyes and you you open them up, and yeah, there's a you know. When the kids haven't got control of the TV remote, you do love a good semi. <laughs> well, as go the first game on the Saturday was Man City and Liverpool, and I, I'm going to say this now: um, Man City fans, and not all of them. I'm going to say I'm not painting sort of the whole City fans with the, you know tying it with the same brush at all, but the section of your fans, absolutely. I know there's no way you can probably trace them, and there may be, uh, or whatever, but the fact that you did what you did in the minute silence for the 96 was absolutely disgusting. You brought shame on your club. Um, Football is rivalry. It's all about rivalry. You know, it's like little intertown wars, if you like, you know, that's what we love about the game. We love the banter and, you know, banter's great. And I like how just was with Derby then banter is fine, but, you show some respect. And this is coming from the heart with me because when we lost our chairman, the, the love that we got from other clubs was amazing. We had forest scarves, derby scarves on the, you know, Yeah, uh, I think we, we certainly were one of the first clubs to play you not long after it passed. And we joined think, you in a walk from like the stadium yes, to the... yes. So wherever um, it were, I think you were our first home game, and there was, the, yeah. I mean, there's a special, there was a special program, and your chairman at the time, Harry, is it Harry? Or not? I know if it's Harry Garlic, but it was somebody. Harry Garlic did TVs, Chris. <laughs> yeah, but he was your chairman, I think, at the time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, Mike Garlic. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Mike Garlic. That's it. And he wrote, a, he wrote a full page thing, and very respectful, and. 
we we got the love that we were shown from other clubs worldwide, if you like, was unbelievable. But back home, you know, West Ham, who I'd never particularly don't cry, mate. It's not that we're over it. <laughs> West Ham, who I've never particularly said that you know I had anything you know nice to say about West Ham. They were brilliant. You know, because we were playing yeah. them at the time, they came through. They're unbelievable, and I've got a lot of respect for clubs that I didn't, and that makes me <sighs> get so mad at this even more. If you can't shut your gobs for thirty for sixty minutes, sixty seconds to keep the silence, then to be honest with you, you're not a fan. But look look at it from a player's a perspective as well, Chris. I mean. Half of these players in the Premier League, let's look at this. So you've got likes of Phil Foden and Jack Grealish coming up against Alexander-Arnold and, uh, you know, other players that are in the England, you know, in the England team. And they play yeah. they play together at international level. Prior to this game kicking off, they're shaking hands and they're, you know, they're having a laugh with each other. Yeah. But when it comes to that first whistle being blown, friendship goes out the window. Yeah. So... Prior to the referee blowing that whistle to start a game, have a bit of respect for your opponent. Yes. But then as soon as the whistle goes, that's it. That's when, you, for 90 minutes, that's when you yes. can hate them. Hate, yes. hate the, you can hate the club, you can hate the players, but tragedies like that, it, the, the, yeah, Manchester City, their fans really let them down as a club. Yeah. And I, and I think as well, it's like when we played you, like you said, I think you were the first home game after. Because uh, we, we the South, I think we were supposed to play Southampton. That was cancelled. We played yeah, Card, Cardiff away, and whatever I say about Damari Gray, I love him for the fact that he, he got the goal and we won that match. And then we played you at home, and the side, the minute silence because we held obviously a minute silence before. Yeah. you could hear a pin drop. Yeah, and respect to Burnley Burnley fans for that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it on that one, but I just I just think yeah, like you said, Man City. I can't. I'm not even gonna call them fans, you know, because but but Man City should. Man City don't call them fans, Chris. They call them blue seats. <laughs> that is very well. Maybe they should have some more blue seats for those lot that were doing that. So to be quite honest with you, you're out the cup, Man City. Great, you deserve to be. I'm sorry, I know it's not your team, but you you deserve to be. Um, but Liverpool. Went 3-0 up in this one because, um, I mean, they'd obviously had the had the draw in the in the uh, previous match, which was the Premier League match, the so-called title decider. So I kind of... I was surprised when I saw it was 3-0 up. They went for the jugular Liverpool, didn't they? Oh, massively. And to be fair, uh, Mane's goal, I think, which were the, uh, the, yeah, the second one, Mm. Uh, I miss Canate's goal, to be fair, but Mane's second. Just what is Zach Stefan doing there? Mm. I, I mean, he, you learn it at the dundrums of football. You know, you've been in the lower leagues and things like that. You learn that stuff where you just just clear it. Why are you playing yes. about with it at your feet? But we saw it in the same fixture when Edison Ringol, you know, mm. it were a different player trying to come in on him and, you know, he managed to boot it away from the line. But for Zach Stefan, it just you know wasn't to be, and uh, yeah. Mane slotted away nicely by you know applying the pressure. Yeah. But going in at three, you know, three nil up at half time, you must have been Klopp must have been rubbing his hands together. Yes. I bet, yeah. Oh, I yeah. bet Pep were. I bet Pep were firing, not half firing some shit. 
But, I, I, um, must, I must agree. And I've got to be honest, the fact that they got one in the 90th plus one minute, I mean, that, that, that just kind of makes the score respectable. That It, was, it wasn't a 3-2 game, I don't think, was it? No, no, it was definitely end-to-end. Um, both teams just battling it out in the second half. It was, you know, if it wasn't City going on the attack, it was Liverpool. It was just, there were no clear clear winner. Obviously, it beat on in the second half, but the first half was just an absolute whitewash for Liverpool. Yeah. Chris would rather support Man United than step foot back in Burnley. No, actually, Kate, I wouldn't. Um you, you you know I have banter with uh, with with Dan, but I have, I always watch Burnley, and we always you were our bogey team when we had you in the championship. My two kids were both um, mascots for, for for Leicester against Burnley at Turf Moor. Uh, I, I have a lot of time for Burnley. Dan knows this, you know. Seriously, I, I, I've got a hell of a lot more time than than I have for Man United, to be honest with you. Uh, and Man United fans, not all of them can take the banter anyway. So, um, no, likewise, likewise, Chris, yeah. I burnt the pajamas. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it. You mentioned no, I thought, it. I thought I might Don't as well before you did. Hey, I'm not done anymore. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Liverpool are in the final, um, and they're up. And I kind of wasn't surprised at this result, but uh, I did want Palace to get through because I do like the underdogs to go through. You know, nobody would have said that Leicester were going to win the FA Cup last season. I would have loved Crystal Palace to go on and win the FA Cup this season. You know, I, I if it's anything other than sort of the big boys keep winning. And I, and but then again, I kind of you kind of knew this was going to happen, didn't you? Yeah, of course you did. Um pa- Palace gave a good account of themselves to be honest. There's not mm. a I can't really say that they weren't outclassed in the game. It was the 65th minute, wasn't it? Well, that's what I mean. You know, they really Mm. fought hard in this game and the scoreline's quite flattering to Chelsea, to be honest. Um, Yeah, I wanted to see Palace do well, as you said, Uh, not just because of the, you know, we get on with Rich and everything from Eagle Eye Football, just that, as you said, the underdog, is it's always better to have. And... Palace have been looking forward to this fixture. If anything, it's probably derailed their thoughts on the in the Premier League because they've been focused on this. They said that when we played them last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we all have to have an excuse lined up, don't we? <laughs> 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 but, uh, but you know what? Chelsea, again, one of those teams this season, you don't know what sort of two-cool side you're going to get. And um, lo and behold, when it, when it matters the most, they've come up trumps. Yes, yeah. Well, that that is it. I mean, I, 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 I would. Lo- <laughs> I, I guess I want Liverpool to win. You know, I, I want Liverpool to win over Chelsea. And uh, wouldn't it be funny? I think Chelsea have been in three finals on the trot now. They beat Arsenal. They lost to us. I'd love them to lose to Liverpool again. Bless them. Um, oh, that'd be good. Wouldn't that be good? Uh, where, where, where's your Where's your loyalties for the final? Who, who, where do you see the final going? Um, probably to Wembley, but I think Liverpool no, will win. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I mean, hang on, I haven't even got my machine ready for you. I should have known having you on, shouldn't I? <laughs> there we go. Now, I mean, talking of Wembley, and we'll, we'll, we'll go. We'll move on to the Premier League after this. I'm a great advocate for the um, semi-finals being at neutral grounds. 
Yes. So they Very could have played so. this match at um, the, the the Tottenham Hotspur ground. They could have easily done that. It's a, you know almost as big as Wembley. I don't know, you know, seat wise, but you know they didn't have to go to Wembley. Liverpool. Could Whatever have happens at Millennium Stadium. We're still there in Wales, isn't it? I think. I know, but what, like, does it now? It, it surely must not get used. Well, I think we we kind of hired it, didn't we, while Wembley was being built? But I wouldn't you, want you to think, see games go yeah. to it's Wales, so I wouldn't really want to see games go there. But I mean, Man City, Liverpool could easily have been held at, at Old Trafford. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think you know, in fairness to those fans, it would have been better. But obviously, the FA want the money from Wembley; they've got to pay Wembley off. So the more games they get there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I guess if you're a Palace fan. You've had your day at Wembley. I know it was the semi-final. Yeah. I know you lost, but you've seen your team at Wembley. And that does count for a bit, really. It does, although they'll have already seen them at Wembley when uh, Spurs had the ground for a couple of seasons. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, yeah. I do know what you mean. It, yeah, in yeah. terms of cup competition, when it comes to knockout situations, yes. it's uh, it's, very, it's very different. Um yeah. I so, don't, yeah, I don't think that when played at Wembley, that that didn't count for, uh, you know, being at Wembley, if you like. Being at, no, I, I, I'm I saw... definitely with you, though. Neutral, it should be neutral grounds. It it it, it takes away the purpose of the final. It, you know, at, mm. as no matter who, who no matter who goes through to the semis, it it should be at neutral grounds, and then the finals held wherever. Or yeah. didn't the FA Cup used to be over two legs as well in the semis? No, that was the League Cup. Right. I don't right. remember the I knew, FA Cup. I knew it was one of them. Oh, I knew not, it in one recent, of them. not in recent memory anyway. And, you know, um, so I could be wrong, but I don't ever remember it being. I mean, I've been very lucky. I, I've seen Leicester at the old Wembley. I've seen Leicester at the new Wembley, you know. So it, I get, you know, Crystal Palace, I hope you enjoyed your day. I'm sorry you lost. But for that, I can understand you would, you know, Palace fans would have soon, you know, had it at, at Wembley. I do get that. Right, Wembley, let's Wembley move... twice. At the okay. new Wembley. Yeah, we, we won in the playoff final. And then when we played, when Spurs were playing there, um, we beat them when Chris Wood's debut. We won ah. 1 0 against Spurs. Right. Well, we're going to look at the um, Premier League results now for the weekend. And, uh, as it happens, it's also time for this. It's time for the Daily Spurs. Yeah, we've got their match coming up, so it's only right that we do the Daily Spurs. Um, 14 years, 49 days, 4 hours, 28 minutes and 13 seconds since they last won a tournament. And keep it going, Spurs. Keep it going. <laughs> I mean, at least you don't have to pay a cleaner to come and uh, uh, <laughs> dust the uh, trophy cabinet down because there's nothing to dust down in it, is there? <laughs> but, they just, uh, they just open the door. They just open the door and some blood of... Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, nobody wants fourth place, do they, this year, for God's sake? <laughs> I mean, Brighton, not so long ago, were bottom of the form table. Um, Tottenham, you know, I thought Tottenham would, would, would take, have stolen it off 
Arsenal. And I could, you know, Arsenal, I said it was theirs to lose and they kind of took my word, you know, took me at my word. But <laughs> Tottenham took over. But what is it with Tottenham? Win one, lose one, win one, lose. You know, I mean, I know they've got a good run of wins there, but these are games that, you you know, at home that you shouldn't be losing. Yeah, you'd expect them to be doing better. I think, in fact, I think went on the predictions. You know, we all went for we all went for a Spurs uh, on my prediction show. Anyway, um, yeah. we all went for Spurs in this one, and you'd have thought so. Looking at it, um, to be fair, I had some money on this game. They were a, um, a bet on with bookies that Harry Kane to have a shot on target, and <laughs> Spurs had zero shots on target in this game, which wow. is. Uh, Says it all. Says it absolutely yes. everything about this fixture. As you say, nobody wants top four. I don't understand why. I also said it in the predictions as well that, you know, Spurs and Arsenal, it's a case of who finishes above who. You know, yes. that's that's pretty much, you know, the number at the side of their name doesn't matter as long as they finish, you know, one of them finishes above the other. But, mm. you know, they both suffered 1-0 losses this weekend. And uh, this will have it, Spurs, especially Conte, doesn't, doesn't take nicely to... Uh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Well, I'd gone for a Spurs win. Brad had gone for a Spurs draw. And Steve, obviously with his hatred of, <laughs> of Spurs, went for the Brighton win. He had a very good weekend, did Steve, this weekend. <laughs> if I say, so far on the on the Prediction League for this week, because we've still got the midweek games to come, that Brad has got one point. No, Brad has got zero points. Sorry, Brad has got zero <laughs> points so far. I've got one point. But Steve's got two points, and he got those two points from Tottenham and Arsenal, and that is the best he's ever. He's never been in the lead before. Bless him, <laughs> bless him. Uh, um, make sure we don't celebrate too much, Chris. We all know what he's like. He'll drop his phone next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh well, you know, you know that his phone was run over, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah you I know, the first fan that ran over it. Oh, <laughs> just to rub, just to rub salt in the wounds, but uh, but I mean Brighton not so long ago were actually bottom of the form table. I mean they've moved yeah. up now to sixteenth, but uh, that was a surprise uh, surprise result. That one was um, the longer well, the game Brighton, went on, I mean, Chris. You saw right? it. The longer the game went on, you saw it. You know you could see what were going to happen. Um, Spurs offered nothing going forward, literally nothing. Um, mm. Brighton could have Brighton could have played around with them for ninety minutes and just put the ball in the back of the net. Uh, well, pretty much looking at it, they did. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. So, you know, big shout out to Brighton. They obviously tactically got it very uh, got it spot on. Yes. Yeah. Um, next next game we come to was this one. Now, um, Norwich City two, Ronaldo three. I mean, if it wasn't for... I mean, they won. Don't get me wrong. They did win. And that's what it is about at the end of the day. Um, I, I I was surprised, that you know, from being 2-0 up, that they, they let it get back to 2-all, because I had this as a draw. And I'm not going to criticise Ronaldo today, but I had this down as a draw. So thank you for scoring the last-minute goal, uh, Christian. But... <laughs> This, this, I mean, I know it's a win. I know it's three points, but it doesn't speak well of Man United, does it? No. Um, Norwich will have had the tails up after that win against Burnley, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, so, 
they'd have gone into this game, as you say, with, with the tails up, thinking, right, well, let's see what we can get off Man United now. And again, you know, as they did against Burnley, they've put two in against opposition. It's just that on the day, Cristiano Ronaldo, which we know he has in his locker, if you give yeah. him that freedom to roam the pitch a bit, he's going to put the ball in the back of the net. So if you can catch Ronaldo off, you know, that when he's not on his day, yes. Norwich could yeah. have easily come away with something in this game. But when Ronaldo's in farm Vettel, like he were in this game, there's nothing Norwich could have done about it. No, no. They've got Liverpool next. And, uh, I mean, the rumours are that it is Ten Hag that is coming. Um and and I must admit, I was I was I was on a channel earlier, and Doug was saying um, that Manchester United fans have to get a bit real. Uh, yeah, they do. It's a rebuild job that they've got to do, um, and they've got to buy sort of the right players. But it's going to take a couple of seasons, so they've got to accept for a couple of seasons. Uh, they might, you know, be in maybe the the conference cup or something like that. So, and it's quite it's quite true. Um, and the thing is, you were saying is they've got to buy some decent players. But my God, when you look at the squad they've got, it's full of decent players. It is. It is. This, you know, there's detail all over. Um, they've had to send young players out on loan because they couldn't really give them much game time. Alanga mm. looks like he's one for the future. You know, United have tried to bleed some youth through. The thing, mm. the thing is now, it's it, you're not going to get that what United had before. Mm. You know, where the class of '92 came through, you had that really good group of players. You know, probably it was at a time where players of that age were grounded into the footballers that they are now. Nowadays, they're over overpaid before they've even kicked a, yeah. a first team ball. Yeah. That's true. So. That's true. They've already got this swagger about them before they've stepped a foot onto the pitch. Yes. But United, it's just a name now, isn't it? Yeah. I think there used to be a purpose player for Manchester United. Nobody's scared, scared of them anymore. No, nobody's scared to go to Old Trafford. They are. And and I'd, I've said this many, many a times. And the problem is, because it's, it's quite recent history, the younger fans don't remember a time pre-Fergie. And pre-Fergie, apart from, they said, with the Bushby, you know, Busby Babes and what have you, of course, that was different. But generally, for the many, many, you know, 20-odd years before Fergie, Man United were just a Liverpool or a Spurs. Uh, sorry, an Arsenal or a Spurs. Liverpool were dominating everything. And Man yeah. United won the odd cup here and there. They got relegated. They were nothing special. And they're literally, that's what they are now. And you're not going to get the, you know, the Man United back. but. They, and I think this is why, on the poll, you know, Man United fans won the poll as being the most disillusioned fans in the league. It, it's not going to be getting back to that. Could you imagine what Manchester United would have been like if they actually did trust the process like Arsenal do, and yes. they just stuck with David Moyes? Well, because yeah. maybe, maybe that that's the that would have been where Fergie got it right. You know that a mm. point David Moyes. You know, Fergie seemed yeah. to get everything else right in Manchester United's minds, but as soon as Fergie were out the dugout, it was a case of, right, no, I run the roost mm-hmm. now, Fergie. Like, sod off. You yeah. sat in the background. Um, who, who knows what would have happened, but United are not the force to be reckoned with anymore. No. They're really not. And I you, think... You, you'd fear United. You'd fear United coming yeah. up. Old Trafford used to be like, 
oh, we're not expecting a result, but, you know, it's Old Trafford, yeah. it's, a, it's a day out. Yeah. Now you're going to Old Trafford thinking, yeah, it's a day out, but we've got a chance we could get something out yeah. of this. Yeah. They are, Man United are basically also runs. They are in, they're, they're not in the, I mean, I would put Man City, Arsenal, sorry, Man City, Liverpool, and possibly Chelsea in one part, and you could put um, Arsenal, Spurs, and Man United in, in the other uh, at the moment. And I've got to say this again, I know we, we mentioned it before, but I don't know the circumstances be be behind um, Ronaldo's son passing away. Um, but if it, if it was at the back of his mind, you know, if it was sort of not sudden, uh, uh, the fact that he went out and put that performance in, 110% credit to the guy. If he yeah. can put that sort of performance in when that is going on around him, uh, and I say I don't know whether it, you know it was sudden after that and or, or whatever or it, they were expecting, but you know again respect, mate, respect. Um, on, on that, that's all I can say. Anthony, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? We'll be coming to Arsenal and Burnley uh, in due course. Um, next one. Well, talking of Arsenal, talking hey. of Arsenal. Um, let's just say none of us. Sit out for this one. <laughs> hey, Manchester United, uh, none of us went for the Manchester United win. In fact, me and Brad went for the draw and uh, Steve went for the win. On this one, yeah, Arsenal, you let me down again. You let me down again. Um, and uh, Joey, just going back, Scott said there, he said that he believed Moyes didn't get the time he should have. I tell you what, as much as they think that, that Fergie walks on water, he knew when he was getting out of that club what he was leaving that club in. He left that club in a, in, a, in a mess. He did not leave it well enough for anybody to come in and take it over. He, if, if that hadn't been such an ageing squad, and I think he looked at it and thought, God, I've somehow won the league this season because he could get that bit extra out of the players, but it ain't going to happen again. That's why he went then, I'm sure. you know. But this game, Arsenal... I had Arsenal down for a win, for God's sake, Anthony. Yeah. Um, well <laughs> Anthony says, bye, chaps, off now. Uh, <laughs> I had Arsenal down for the win. Steve only got, he got the point because obviously it was Arsenal. I mean, come on, Arsenal, what are you <laughs> playing at? Like I say, I said top four was yours to lose. You didn't have to take me literally. I mean, you know, <laughs> Leicester, said, Leicester, got, Leicester got called bottlers for the last two seasons because we, we finished fifth. What is that making Arsenal, Tottenham, and Manchester United this season? They're all a bloody laughing stock. Yeah, well, yes, they are indeed, but they're all bottlers because who who wants that fourth? Spurs don't seem to want it. They're losing it. Man United, we know them, and Arsenal. You were on an amazing run, and now you're on an amazing run of defeats. Uh, and and well, Southampton, on the other hand, they they couldn't. They couldn't score or hit the, you know, with like the old barn door with a paddle sort of thing. This was a huge surprise. A massive one. Uh, I've said it for weeks or to you, Chris, haven't I? That, that Southampton this season, they sort of saw hit and miss. Even though you look at the form table and you look at them, you know, a couple of losses here and there. But mm. every year they managed to grind out these results against the big teams. Yeah. And this was just another one where they've managed to grind it out. You know, they've got a goal just on the stroke of half-time. That can change team talks, can that? That's, that's yeah, massive. it's a good time to get a goal. Well, it's always a good time to get a goal, but that is a psychologically a good time to get a goal. Yeah, definitely. And, 
you know, Arsenal just from what from what I've seen in the game, just couldn't couldn't cope with Southampton. Uh, mm. Very good performance from uh, from the Saints and uh, very well deserved. I'm sure Anthony will uh, t- will differ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anthony says we've got Chelsea tomorrow, which will be a difficult one, Anthony, and Man yeah. United on Saturday, which oh please you should be able to beat Man United at the moment, you know. Even Arsenal came close. The thing is, <laughs> Southampton, I mean, even after that win, they are 19th in the form table. Burnley are above them. There's only Watford and Norwich are above them. There's only Watford below Southampton, and they managed oh. to go and do that. And I'm sorry. I mean, you go on. I mean, it was it was just so much fun. And I'm sorry, Anthony, but going on all the Arsenal channels and just seeing them totally <laughs> implode. I mean, I don't know if you did that, Dan, but it was fun. It was fun watching that. Oh, when when you know people that love to have a rant and you see their teams lose, it's comical, isn't it? You can just sit back. It, it's. Whenever you share those memes of people just sit, sitting back, chewing on the popcorn, that's exactly how it is for us. When you when you know people that love a kickoff, yes, yes. I mean, I don't. I, I've never tuned into AFTV, but apparently, um, the the muck was flying. Shall we say? Oh, I bet, I bet. You know, but uh, I mean, I don't think I don't think Southampton are going down. Do you think that? Um, do you think that Arsenal could still get a chance of getting fourth? They could, but it all hinders on, as you say, they've got, as Anthony said, Chelsea, Manchester United. Mm. The Man United game, have no fear, go all out. The Chelsea game, you know, these games, when it comes to the top teams, the form's out the window. Form's out yeah. the window. But yeah, teams like Arsenal... This is probably why rules are changing season in season out because results like this are happening and the, and the people at the Premier League don't like it. Yeah. They like to see they like to see the usual uh, suspects doing doing the doing the stuff and uh, it's wrong because people are you know people are there on merit. Mm. But but Arsenal Arsenal are another team they've dropped off this year they've dropped off in the yeah. last couple of games not this year sorry. Um, but the last couple of games, it's it's dropped yeah. off a little, and um... well, look, I mean, yeah, all that red in underneath, you yeah, know, at yeah. one point that was solid green. Yeah, they were going quietly about the business. Hardly anyone was speaking about them. They, they, you know, risen up the table, and now all of a sudden they've just stagnated. I did see you, Anthony, on I think you're on uh, Charlie's stream on a on a Sunday night, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, I didn't see you actually have a rant. Um, oh, an angry Bristolian! <laughs> That's another one for subtitles, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, I came in and 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 Amondi very very nicely uh, gave us a shout out, but uh, I I can't I can't not do this. I'm sorry, Anthony. You have missed you have missed the uh, Daily Spurs. But I think. In fairness, if we've done that, we should do this. <laughs> I can't watch that with a straight face. I just can't. <laughs> oh, sorry, Anthony, but I, I love it. I just it just makes me smile. Gotta love that girl. Um, Watford Brentford. Now this one. Um, I actually I called along with uh, along with uh, Steve 
Uh, Brad went for the draw. Brentford, they'd had that amazing start. They'd kind of hit the buffers lately, uh, recently. They'd lost quite a, a few and were dropping down the table. Don't think they were ever sort of in, in fear of going down. But they've suddenly, as you can see from all the greens there, they've turned it round and, and good luck to them. They have. Um, Christian Eriksen's been in inspired form. You know, ever since his comeback, he's literally just boosted Brentford as a club. Uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, it, you know, it, it, the, the club's had a full boost since he's been back. Uh, kudos, to, kudos to him as well at international level, you know, because yeah. he's gone on there and he's he's done business at international level as well. They're a good run club at Brentford. You know, and it's good to see them putting their performance in away from home because a lot of people this season have looked at them and thought at home that's where the results are coming. Yeah, but they're starting to do it on the road now as well. And uh, it took them till late on in the game. Don't get me wrong; it were dying. You know, probably one of the last kicks at game, but they got they got the win, and uh, they've piled more misery onto Watford, and yeah. could be giving Roy Hodgson his first first relegation as a as a manager. Yeah, I mean, Mike, good evening. Uh, Mike, if you're free at the end, do you want to come on after the stream onto the show? Because I've, I, I've tweeted you, I know you're not on, uh, on Twitter all the time, I've got an idea for a show I'd like to run past you. Um, and uh, yeah, as, as David said there, um, oh, uh, and just at that moment, he, he messaged me, Mike. Apologies, take your time, mate. I hope everything is going to be okay for you. Uh, just do it when you're ready, mate. Totally 100% understand that. Uh, uh, and I'll give you time on that. No problem. Um, yeah, I mean, David said there, AFTV, uh, just going back is, is, is a joke. But, uh, I mean, on this one, uh, Watford slap bang bottom of the uh, of the form table. Brentford um, are now moving up to their third. I mean, Brentford are third in the form table. And not only the fact that they were winning, but they were winning with teams around them. And they were beating teams around them. And that was, you know, what if you could say what Burnley haven't done, really. Um, yeah. But as, as this, I mean, again, I know it's not mathematically over yet, but has this condemned Watford back down again? I'd say so. I'd say so. They should be looking at games like this, thinking, right, these were on home soil. Okay, yeah. Brentford have been in form, but it's not at their place. It's it's in our own backyard. Let's take the game to them. I predicted Watford to win, actually. I predicted Watford to win, and I just thought Watford may potentially get something because it's that it's at that business end of the season where they need the points. Mm. You know, Brentford looks safe now, same as Newcastle. Watford are still fighting to get themselves out of it. They've got a glimmer of hope, but this game sort of, uh, it's like, what's that? There's like a game in, um, I think it's in in Holland, in Amsterdam, and it's all like a nail in like a, a piece of wood and you've got to hit it with a hammer and the hammer goes round and whoever gets, whoever manages to hit it the lowest in wins. I think that's how it is with Watford. I think that is how, how it is with Watford that um, somebody's passing the arm around and it's the nails going that little bit deeper. I have never heard of that, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, it, it, there's a game you've you've got like a nail and everyone's got to hit it, but you've got to hit it with like the thin end. 
of the hammer and you've got to try and hit it mm. square. It's it's a strange yeah. one. Okay, mate. One. Okay, I'll believe you. <laughs> Hi, Luca. <laughs> how are you? All the fans are coming in just after we've done their game. It's like they're, they're kind of watching. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, he's mentioned well, our Luca. team. It's safe to go in now. Chelsea Perspective. Hello, mate. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, well done for the... Uh, um, semi-final win um i've got to be honest with you i've i have called liverpool for the for, to win it this season but uh, well done on, on getting there um right so um like i say we we did quite well on that one on the predictions uh that was my that was one of my two two was that my only point yeah that's my only point that i got <laughs> this season um so, yeah, I, I back. I'll see you there. We'll, we'll break you in after the show. Um, so, next one. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about this one, Dan. But moving on to the Sunday. Uh, West Ham 1, Burnley 1. Um, I know I know. we have um, discussed Daesh to some degree, you know, to, to, really to the to the nth degree before before we got yeah, into we the games. First of all, and we did mention this earlier, is it Tim Westwood? Uh, no, Ashley Westwood. Ashley Westwood, sorry. Don't know Tim Westwood. But Ashley Westwood, we wish him all the best. It looked an absolutely horror tackle, a horror injury. And I do wish him all the best um, and hope he recovers from that. Because it can be can be a career in an ending uh, uh, game. Uh, injury, sorry. Burnley... I thought you got the perfect response. I mean, Veghorst, he's, he's not the prolific goal scorer I thought he was going to be, but then maybe it's hard in that Burnley team. But he put you ahead. Uh, West Ham, who had been dropping off a little bit, came back into it. Um, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, uh, a strange fixture, because obviously I didn't know how this was going to plan out. It. Hope you will, Anki. Uh, didn't really didn't understand how this one was going to play out after obviously the news on Friday. I thought, uh, oh, cheers, Anthony. Thank you, thank you. I guess <laughs> I'm going to have to sit next to you in all men, though, which is a bit of a stinker. But you know, waste that one. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, I thought, how are we going to respond to this? It, as I said to you earlier, if it was player power that got Dash out of his job, then what? You know, we need to see something on the pitch. Uh, we did see a sort of response. We did see a sort of togetherness. The ball was kept on the floor. We played some really good football, actually, in my opinion. Mm. And, uh, yeah, Valt just rose the highest. Funnily enough, I've been saying he's the epitome of white men can't jump Valt Vegos this year, but <laughs> he uh, he has literally done all right. You know, the ball came off the bar from a corner and he, he rose the tallest to head it in. Yeah. Uh, we had a penalty. Yes, that's right. Burnley had a penalty. Um, why Maxwell Cornier was taking it, I do not know. Um, I understand he got the penalty. He won the penalty. Uh, but Jay Rodriguez picked the ball up and Cornier went over and took it off him and put the ball down and, and hit it and missed. So, yeah, it, it, it was almost like it, it, it was a kick, in, a kick in the net, shall we say, when late on in the game... You know, West Ham scored from a set piece, which they've been absolutely fantastic at this season. Yeah. You know, Craig Craig Dawson or Ballon Dawson, as they've been calling him recently. Uh, obviously, we managed to keep him at bay and keep him quiet from from corners. But yeah, what a bad performance from Burnley, and with everything that's gone on, a point's not a bad result. 
do, are they going to stay up? Do you think is it enough to to to, to or did you know? I don't know how much of the match you saw because I know you were out. But yeah, no, I watched it. Yeah. I watched it. I, oh. I was around. At, um, I was around at the in-laws, and uh, I said, I, I said I to Kate, I said, Riley. "No, no, not that one." Kate's no, mom. I'm just saying, uh, hey, I don't need a reason to say hello to my ex, so. <laughs> <laughs> my ex-partner. I can just say when but, I want to. <laughs> but the, you know, they, they were doing this Easter egg hunt and stuff, and I was sat there in the kitchen, literally, just like I've. Got got me internet TV working and uh, yeah, and uh, managed to managed to see the game. But yeah, nice. it wasn't a bad performance. It to say everything that's gone on in the last you know forty eight hours at that point. I mean, again with this one, um, I I unfortunately I'm sorry I went for the Burnley win. Uh, no, I didn't. I went for the West Ham. No, you went win. for West Ham. Yeah, yes, I, I you know West what, though, Chris. So did I. Yes, you did, didn't you? Yes. I do believe Kate may well have uh, done a bit better than me in, in your prediction. Kate, Kate went for Burnley. Yeah. Nobody nobody could see a draw in this one from my no, end. No. I mean, you're, you're 18th in the form table, which I guess says it all. I mean, if you do go down there, Mike is saying that you'll struggle in the championship. Oh, yeah, we will. We will. I think we will because uh, the players are getting older and we won't be able to cope with the physicality of Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. So mm. it's it'll it'll bite us in the backside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, at my age, Kate, you just take whatever. <laughs> I gave up being choosy about 30 years ago. <laughs> uh oh God. Not not to a bit in, but I have Chris. <laughs> okay. And then of course, um where where are we here? Um, of course, Newcastle beat Leicester. So looking at the table, <laughs> I think I might have gone that quickly that nobody ever saw it, you know. No, we, we, we've, we've got, I mean, losing, it's fair enough, you lose. And I accept it's the game and, and you know, you win, you lose, you draw, that that's it. But what the F is it with Leicester and late goals? West Ham was... Was Brendan yeah. Bellend with him making the change and bringing uh, uh, Vestergaard on in the 90th minute and messing his defence up at the corner? Spurs, the players just, I think, had sort of were in the changing room having a shower when they got two goals in the 94th and 5th minute. And here again, 95th minute, you know, the and I, I, I guess it's awkward because Brendan has been accused a lot this season of being uh, too defensive. Yeah. And um, when it's one-one, and it to me when I was watching that game, it was end to end. You know, we were we were breaking, they were breaking, we were countering, they were countering, and I thought it was quite a good game. Not everybody saw it that way, but but I did, and it's my show, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, at the you know, if if we'd sat back at one all and accepted that. Fans would have been going, well, we should have gone for that. We should have gone for it. We should have gone for it. We went for it. Our defenders were up high and we got caught. And obviously it caught us out. And it is a lose-lose situation for the manager, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, you did really well, though. The, the opening goal were a really good finish by Lovman. Yes. Um, yeah. I want to know your thoughts on Newcastle's equaliser. On the equaliser or the first goal? On the equal, on the equal, on Newcastle's equaliser. 
So when when he's basically kicked it out of Casper's legs. Now that was the first goal. Oh, the equaliser. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. the equaliser. I always judge these things by what would I say if it was the other way round. Yeah. I saw that I saw that it go goal and I I looked at it and from where from I was watching the you know I was doing a live stream so I'd seen it come up on the you know the 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 the, the link I was following and, and it had sort of the the well, a run of play on there and I saw it come up yeah. there first and then I, as I was sort of watching it and I thought yeah it's an equalizer and I thought he'd given it and I was quite talking away and carrying on and then hang on why has he gone to VAR? And when I look back, he hadn't given the goal. And I thought, oh, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, no, for me, for me, it was a goal. It, you know, it was, it was, no, I mean, they looked at two things. I think they looked at one of their players climbing on a Marty. Well, Marty, you're a big fucker. Come on, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take him off, you know. Uh, but, you, you know, he wasn't stopping it, it, it scoring it wasn't you know it wasn't in a sort of affecting play and casper he should have just sat on it you know um all credit to the newcastle player for for going you know in for it still and following it in yeah, yeah. Uh, there wasn't a foul on casper at all um it was it was a good goal and i think the right decision was made as mike fair says play. there it was a goal for me you know, exactly. yeah, yeah. I thought it were in the run of play, though. I, I agree. At looking at it, I thought, oh, has he kicked it out of his hands? Because if it's in his hands, mm. then that you know that's a, a foul on the goalkeeper, and that that I understand. But when I looked at it, and I thought, well, he's kicked it out of his legs. Technically, the keeper's not in control of it. He's not. He's not smothered the ball. He's not sat on it to keep, no. keep it covered. He's not in control of it. So yeah, the goal should have stood for me. So I, obviously, it would nice to get hear your take on it. And as you as you said, you know the final nail in the coffin uh, from Bruno, a very good diving header to to nick it at the, yeah. di at the in the dying. I, I think of just, the game. just to end to end on, and I haven't I haven't got the picture now. Uh, I did because I, I had it on a on for the previous show. I did earlier in in, in the uh, in the evening, which was the opposition show with the Newcastle fan Brad, and when when the one that picture shows from the sort of camera side if you like that was was being filmed you couldn't it looked like a foul you know but you was yeah, behind yeah, did, yeah. And what have you so no no credit, credit to newcastle on that one i can't i can't not say that they didn't deserve that um and like like mike says there yeah bruno bruno is a is a world beater as well you know it, it they, they they took the Bruno chance. Bruno could go to be a, 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 a Newcastle's modern day Gaza. Yes, no, he could. You know, he in midfield, he, you know, yeah. he came out afterwards, yeah. didn't he? And said, "I want to be a legend here and stuff like that." So fair play yeah. to him. Uh, there's a it film out at the minute for kids. Yeah, um, it, it was in uh, to, to lose in the 95th minute, but oh, yeah. they 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 took advantage of it. I mean, they are now safe. Um, yeah. And I'm pleased for 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 Newcastle United. Um, I really, um, I know I, I'm one of I'm one of these fans that those, those fans of clubs that are, are, are moaning about the Newcastle money. I don't get that from. I get that maybe from a from a 
sorry, Mike, but I probably get that from a Newport or I get it from one, you know, a, a, Lo a Luton or somebody like that. But I don't get Man City fans and Liverpool fans moaning about the money that they've got. We've all got rich owners. We've got rich owners. We wouldn't have done what we did without rich owners. Some owners have got bigger pockets than others, though. They have, you know, they have, and they, they've done it. They've done it well, though. They've they've not just gone out and splashed the cash on any generic shirt. They've tried to do no. it by weakening weakening the teams around them, and some of the players that they've signed as well have been absolutely brilliant. As I say, there's a there's a film out now called Encanto that the uh, old kids are watching. And uh, one of the songs in there is We Don't Talk About Bruno. So I think Leicester might have to play that at the next game. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, all credit, and then all credit to Newcastle. I think they were safe before because yeah. I think there was four worse teams in the division than them that, that would have gone down. Um, but, uh, but this is the table uh, as it stands at the moment. And to be totally honest with you, for me, we're looking at three battles there. You're looking at the Man City-Liverpool, who's going to win it. It's still sort of wide open. Uh, yeah. You're then looking at, um, I mean, Chelsea pretty much, you know, I can't see them giving up third. you then got the battle for fourth. Is it going to be Tottenham? Is it going to be Man United? Is it going to be Arsenal? Uh, West Ham have got a, an outward chance. Leicester, we're not going to get into Europe now via the... I, there was an outside chance I was dreaming that we maybe if we go on a good run that we could get that seventh place in the league, but we're not going to that. That Top kind 10, of you've got to be happy with if that, if if they were to curtail the oh, season no. now, would you be happy with that position? With the way your season's obviously, been, obviously I would. Yes, but like I said, I'm not disappointed because we've still got a European I'm semi. I'm not to angry, Chris. For. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the father in you, the father in you. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm, I don't mean wrong. If the season ends now, I, I, I'm happy. And I think with everything that's gone on this season, Brendan yeah. deserves credit for getting us to, to, to sort of ninth. But like I say, had we won against Newcastle with the games we've got in hand, which is sort of, you know, two or three games above uh, in hand above everybody above us, we would... Um, uh, you know, I, there was an outside chance. But I think that's gone now. But... Um, and at the bottom, of course, it is still well. It, it's 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 three from four at the bottom, isn't it? You know. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, and you're going to you're going to hate me for this. Mike says we'll have four thanks. Uh, Battlers Arsenal, uh, Bottlers Arsenal and Spurs. Uh, maybe Man United, the Bottlers. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Uh, three questions for you then, Dan. Who's going to win the league? City. City. Who's going to get fourth? Spurs. And who's going to go down? As it as it is, as it is, as it is. Yeah, yeah. I I would say I've got a feeling Man City will will go on and win it. Uh, Liverpool have got distractions. Um, fourth, it's any one of those those things. I have. No team's got any kind of, you know, continuity going. I, yeah, there's, I, I, there's no uh, out, outstanding characteristic that can make you go. That team's got something about them. Yes, yeah. That team's got that team's got the knack of getting into fourth. But you, at the moment, they've all got the knack of bottling it, as you've said. They they have. Um, I'm kind of probably going to have to agree with Mike there. Um, 
Who do, uh, it's right. almost a case of who do I hate more, Tottenham, Man United, or Arsenal? <laughs> but I, or who do I hate less? I should say. I have a <laughs> feeling. I just have a feeling that tonight's going to be a good, good night. Now, I've just got a feeling that Man United may just sneak it. I, 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 I just <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike's, uh, Mike's having a. When Harry met Sally moment in the back room there, I just have a feeling that their look, um, and if Ronaldo, I could say commiseration to Ronaldo, but if he can just keep them going and, you know, carry on his charity work there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. No, not just once, twice, Michael. <laughs> um, uh, then they might get it. And yeah, I think... I'm sorry, sorry, Dan. I did think Burnley could do it. I have a soft spot for Burnley, uh, like you know, because I, I live there and what have you. But and Everton are dancing in the streets at what's just happened. They really are. We'll do our oh, best yeah. for you. We'll try and beat them. And if you're joining us, if you've got nothing to do tomorrow night at seven o'clock, everybody, we'll be back with the preview show for Everton, and I will have Elton Wellsby on, the ex-ITV sports anchorman. And big, big Everton fan. Um, Mike, yeah, could Everton potentially be dragged into it? Yes, they could. Of course they could. Uh, but they've got that game in hand, which is against us tomorrow. Uh, there's no guarantee that Leicester are going to beat Everton at the moment. We could easily, could just as easily put four or five past them as concede one or two. So, you know, it could get that game could go either way. I'm not confident, so it could. But seven o'clock tomorrow, same place, same channel. Um, Elton Wellsby will be joining me to talk all about Leicester Everton. Thanks for watching, guys. That was the Football Week. That is a man with a beard. And <laughs> give you a... He's got an upside-down head. That's what it is. Where can... Thank you, as always, for coming on, Dan. Where can people find you? So you can follow me uh, at Louise on... Uh... <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um... <laughs> Yeah, check us out on Turf Morehouse TV, as it says in the description, um, and obviously on the name. Uh, yeah, do a lot more than Burnley stuff. Uh, I have to. It takes my mind away from the negatives. But <laughs> please, please do show some support. Um, as I say, I'm currently in. Uh, I'm currently mourning a loss. Yes. However, you know, it is what it is. We, we all do this for the love of football. So yes. whether you're a yeah. Burnley fan or not, anybody is welcome. And I tell you what, you know, most fans, even Man United fans, if they're old enough, we've all we've all been in that position. We've all got relegated from one division to another at some time, and uh, yeah, it, that's that's football. Um, I didn't think it would be a to start in a channel, though, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not, maybe not. And Dan, Dan did a really good, uh, really good um, show. Although, even though I wasn't on it, it was a really good show about Sean Dice <laughs> being sacked. Um, my, my invitation obviously is in the post, but uh, get over and have a look at that. And he, he he speaks from the heart. He really does. And that was heart with an H, not an F. So um, I'm sure we will see more of Dan. Make the most of him while we've got him. Next season, who knows? Thanks very much, Dan. <laughs> Take care, mate. Cheers, mate. Thanks Cheers. for having me in. Hope everyone's well.
Great. Feature in a second. Thanks to Dan there. Um, yeah, you know Dan. He, he's, 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 always, he's always hanging about, you know, like a, like a fart in a space suit. Uh, but no, I appreciate him coming on. I, I really don't know what happened to Lou tonight. Um, she uh, she hasn't replied to, to my message at all. Chris, her boyfriend, was in and he was going to find out, but he never got back to me. So, Lou, I hope everything's all right. I really do. Um, do let me know, please, if you if you get to see this. Seven o'clock tomorrow, we have got, say, the preview show with Elton Wellsby for Everton. And at nine o'clock tomorrow, we are doing the prediction show um, with uh, Steve Linex, who's doing rather well in this week's at the moment. And, of course, Brad, who's not doing so well this week. Let's put it, pol let's put it politely like that. Thanks for watching. I say, let's just like ITV on YouTube. Please give a smash the likes, share if you're able to. But most of all, please, please give us a subscribe. And thanks to all the Newcastle fans that have subscribed and given me very, very kind words uh, after the match. And uh, if you've been listening on your favourite podcast platform, uh, thank you so much. That is just going from strength to strength. Take care, guys. See you later. And I'll see, well, see you tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Good night now. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Network. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode. And even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. 
Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.